This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Xanatari. She's a good-aligned Kalishtar war priest. She has psionic powers. I'm Daniel. There are many eyes in the shadows. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after. I'm Eric. My, my name is is Cesar, and no no surname. I was a, a slave worker for the uh, undead armies of Thay for seventy five years. I'm Kevin. I am here to learn to be a better knight, I guess, for lack of a better word. I I, I kind of have my own personal quest, I guess, uh, just to become a protector of people. And I'm Tinzian. Beauty's a D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm Kevin. And I'm Tinzian. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, June 22nd, and this is episode 62 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. I'm going to let Tinzian catch us up on where we were last time. Uh, It's been a for us, it's been a couple weeks, so we will uh, attempt to remember what we're doing. And Dungeon Master, you are a go. Prior to our vacation and uh, subsequent little recording hiatus, the party had left Winterhaven and was heading out into the world in attempts to finally make it to the um, Seven Pillared Hall. Stopping off in a familiar spot where present sense Cesar had met his then future present Cesar, uh, the party stumbled across a carn that was filled with weapons and armor, which was uh, divided out amongst the party members, and uh, should be a most interesting listen for when you actually get your hands on that episode, which hasn't been released yet. In addition, Xanatari went out and was able to locate... Uh, quite easily, the still smoldering and lightly burning remains of the drow that her deity decided to give the giant middle finger to by a lightning bolt, and has dedicated and built a small shrine to her deity on the spot, using the drow, which has apparently petrified to in some manner, uh, as the center point of showing her God's conquest. We're going to pick up with the party having um, just passed out the weapons, and we'll go from there. I think last time it was Cesar who started us out, so let us go with uh, Mithrin. Hi. You um, just uh, found all these weapons. They've been passed out, I believe. Well, I don't think party... I was passed out. I think you all were holding them for me as I came back uh, to you. Well, you know, that's the question we're going to answer. I think I think Mithrin might be holding, you know, mm, the, the, the sword. I think, or... I, was, I think I was holding uh, her amulet. I claimed it yes, in the name you were... Thorn. Mm. Uh, Mithrin. The Karn has been uh, opened, and for once uh, in the past couple of days, uh, nothing spooky has come jumping out. There's no 
uh, phosphorescent uh, goo of doom or something. It's it's been a uh, relatively trouble free plundering. Um, <laughs> Notice everyone, sanity right here. Yeah. <laughs> What do you want to do? Um, now, if I recall correctly, I got a a flute, was it? Like a set of panpipes? Mm-hmm. Yes. And they were, I forget what their power was again. Power was basically... Like a charm? Uh, sort, of, sort of a charm. People would pay right. very close attention to you. It's gotcha. Sort of like taking a bard level, but not actually taking the bard level. Cool. Gotcha. All right. That's what I thought. All right. Um, I guess uh, I would... I'm assuming Xanatari's walking up at this moment. Yes. Okay. Xanatari, okay. um, check this out. Look at all this, uh, you know, swag, free swag from, I guess, p- future selves. You might want to check this out. There might be something for you. Okay. So I would walk closer and check out the everyone's loot and look for mine. Okay. Uh, Thorn. Yes. You have volunteered yourself as being the holder of the amulet that has the berserking power, which could lead to either uh, Xanatari having to speak in a Arnold Schwarzenegger voice, or uh, depending on the pre-show, uh, potentially having to answer in a um, the form of an Indian video type thing. Bollywood film. Yes. yes. Thank you. Indian video. Killing <laughs> to our audience here. Uh, what's up with you, Thorn? Alright, so. Yeah, against my better nature, I give her the amulet that, we're, that we set aside for her. Because mm-hmm. I'm just a generous, generous guy. So very generous. Here, have That's my germs. Yeah. <coughs> how, how's the purple armor going? Magnificently. I am so stealthy that amongst a some sort of clothing store, I guess, that has a lot of purple clothing, I am invisible. Um, <laughs> Barney is just has nothing on you. Yeah. Yes. At some point, I'm going to find myself some lime green paint, and I'm just going to do swirls and shit. Um, it's going to be awesome. So, Although, I don't know about the feather full power yet, so I need... To find a cliff or something to try that on. I'm I'm sure you'll find one in short time. Yes. Hopefully Cesar? a short, small cliff. Yes. Um, having secured your new weapon and mm-hmm. so forth, uh, it's been it's been a couple weeks. So let's return to our old friend, the perception check. All right. Let's see what we've got here. Got a nice perception bonus of plus 14 to a roll of 5, giving me 19 on my perception okay. check. Well, having been the crafty, clever little bastard that you are, mm-hmm. uh, the when you went in and you figured out that there was a, uh, that this was sort of a, a disabled device and so forth and was able to help Mithrin get the Karn open, you happen to notice that there was a uh, sort of other container opening further down the current chest on the outside that uh, had sort of a um, opening mechanism that you sort of maybe had some initial concept thoughts about um, down the way as far as trying to squirrel away a few things back when you were with a uh, uh, Sai, which Laura. Laura. Sai Laura. 
you know, just trying to hide things here and there. But uh, okay. there, if you if you're a little casual about it, you might be able to uh, find something else. Okay, just sort of maybe just you know say I'm ch- you know, I'm I'm gonna go uh, make sure this thing is all cleared out and uh, maybe you know make it look like my attention is on the the inside of the main compartment and then start fiddling around with the the secret catch okay. or whatever. Um, you're able to, without really looking at it, be able to open up the, the very well-concealed uh, panel. And uh, inside there are uh, three reasonably large gems. Okay. And they are resting on a piece of cloth that bears um, kind of a, a, an embroidered S. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see if I can stealthily wrap that up in that cloth and just slip it into a, a pouch. Okay. For later exploration. Let's see. They're, they're about the size, by the way, of the, uh, the three pearls um, that are in that uh, container. Okay. Well, I can do like a, a stealth check or something. See sure. if I can. It's not so good. It's a plus four. Not very dexterous. So ten total. Okay. Can uh, you roll to see him do it? Should be against your passive perception. If if you want if you want to, um, Mithrin might have a bonus because he was trying to watch for Thorn narking off uh, Sanitari's um, amulet. Right. My passive perception is twenty. Passive okay. perception is twenty-five. Everybody's gonna beat a ten. Yeah, my passive is a fifteen. It's ten plus your bonus, so. Okay. Well, you do see actually Cesar fully going over and poking around and exploring things. Uh, seems to be doing something off, you know, a uh, little bit out of sight, but uh, something doesn't quite seem to be on the up and up. Can I roll an insight check to read his body language to tell whether he is thieving? Because I am good at this. Sure. Yeah, he knows what thieving looks like. I, I know these things. <laughs> That'll be uh, 12 on insight. Cesar is indeed an old man. Because I know that his, I, I I know that his will is is higher. Because yeah. I've tried beating that on rolls before, and that's damn no. painful. It's pretty good. Um, he's an old man doing old man things. Thorn. Hey, look, guys, he's got arthritis or something. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a chiropractic well, treatment. Uh, yes, yeah, so let me help you with that. Hey, Zanatari. Yes. From where you're at, since you just rolled up, um, you're not quite sure what the original opening or openings were, um, but you do see um, Cesar uh, fumbling around inside um, the chest. Okay. Does it look like, like old man fumbling, or does it look like <laughs> it, it, it? It could, it could be because remember the part the party's never caught him. Although, eventually, right. Cesar knows that down the line, eventually, he gets busted by you. But, you know, it's up, it's up to you how you want to... 
Okay, well, my insight is basically 17 regular, so I don't know what I need to beat you. Is it really high? What do you, mean? you mean that's your bonus is 17? Yeah. Uh, you need to get a 2 or better. 20, natural. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Okay. She has x-ray vision and actually sees through your clothes. And I go, you, oh my god! That our host is actually well prepared. <laughs> Yeah, she has seen every bad thing Cesar has ever done, and <laughs> she wants to burn her eyes out. And I say, yep. coal for you. Xanatari, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. do you want to give your Epic 20 description to Cesar to describe, or would you like to have your Epic 20 description? Huh. I think I want to describe it. Okay. So as I'm as I'm standing there getting my uh, amulet from Thorn, I notice movement out of the corner of my eye, and I would look over and see Caesar bending over the chest and uh, thinking maybe that he just wanted to either double check that there was something not left in the corner or just uh, maybe take it himself. I would kind of watch him as he picked up something and tried to sleight of hand shift it to his other hand and slip it into his pocket. And I would see that it was some sort of cloth with an object inside and and see him try to nonchalantly um, pretend that he was just straightening his sleeve as he did it. So I would turn to him and say, Caesar, did you find something else in the Uh, chest? uh, Oh, yeah. Yes, I I found this uh, this this cloth, and he pulls the cloth out and leaves the gems in. See, it uh, I think it's uh, a handkerchief. It has my initial embroidered on it. I guess I'm uh, I must have left it for myself. I'm going bluff to check. <laughs> bluff check this. Bluff check. All right, son uh, of a gun. I have a plus four to bluff as well. So. And this will be against, I think, passive insight. Is I think how it works. Is it Love. against passive insight? Okay. I think I'm 27 so. for passive oh, insight. Oh shit! All right. Well, you're gonna know I'm lying. <laughs> I rolled. Oh, a let's four, roll an extra so. 20. So eight. Okay. Everybody knows I'm lying. Okay. <laughs> I, at this point in time, I would like to roll a thievery check to pick his pocket. <laughs> so while I'm talking to him, you're gonna sneak around and pick his pocket. Um, natural 20. Okay, I'm naked. (laughs) Wow, these clothes are really comfy, man. I don't know why I wasn't wearing these before. Oh, cargo pants for the win. Is this like Valor or something? Wow. Oh, it's all microfiber and just, oh, it's nice. (laughs) It breathes. Terry towel, man. Terry's, oh, wow. How do you fight in this? Comfortably, apparently. The funny part that the listening audience can't do is, is people's video images keep randomly freezing. So right now, Cesar, <laughs> the image I see on Cesar is he's just looking completely like I have been busted, but I'm still going to attempt to dirty Harry my way out of this thing. Yep. What you can't see is Thorn rubbing his chest. Mm-hmm. And, you, and Xanatari is kind of frozen in the... <laughs> and Cesar's frozen, so I have no idea what he's doing right now. Mm. Uh, Thorn, since you yes. rolled a 20, let's go for your epic description. 
Alright, so... While, uh, right <laughs> Scissor is being berated um, by Zenatari, um, I sort of walk nonchalantly down the, the slope back towards the party to sort of join in the conversation. And as I walk past, I slip my hand into his pocket, take whatever the, the objects were, I don't know what they were, um, that he pulled the handkerchief out of. Got to be smart about this. And move around towards Zanatari's uh, side to then glare at Cezor. Okay. Mithrin? Yo. You have just seen a whole lot of unseen... Standard party interaction. What would you like to uh, to add um, to any of this? Well, first of all, I would you know I I did see that that something shifty was going on with Caesar. I also saw that Xanatari was doing something. I just saw Thorn move around, but I'm not sure if I I probably did not see what he did at all. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> right now I'm just going. Say what now? <laughs> So what's going on? Um, uh, I, you know, I'd like to go. So, what, what's what's the issue? You found something? No, didn't find something. I, I don't know. Okay. Um, and while this is all going on, you have noticed, uh, Mithrin, that uh, Dagger Rock is getting agitated. Um, mm. It's getting spooked as if there's something in the area. Okay, uh, does he seem to be shying away from an area or charging towards an area, like like trying to get at something or trying to get away from something? Um, I think he's he, he's not tied up right now, correct? Uh, I believe he's just nearby, standing by, okay. yeah. Um, I think he's sort of doing the horse version of the uh, the pointer, whatever the, the you know the sure. dogs when they do the that sort of deal. Um but it's trying to get your attention and it's actually moving towards you. It's sort of pointing in a direction and it's sort of side. Right, right. Kind of okay, well, I will uh, put my hand on his neck and say, what is it? What are, you know, like, and I'm talking very quietly, obviously, to the horse, you know, doing my, you know, that's a good horse. What's going on? You know, my Jimmy's horse whisperer thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just put my hand on him and, and just feel how nervous he is, I guess. Okay. Um, Seems pretty nervous. Um, more more battle ready than nerves, like like fear, but more just sort of this intense in anticipation. But there's with all the checks kind of going along, um, those who have made them, there's something that sounds like a whole lot of shouting um, and snapping of. Uh, branches and twigs. That's a good distance off. Must be a lumber mill. <laughs> as soon as I hear uh, like snapping of branches and like quick movement, I am going to uh, yell at everyone around me and go, incoming! And then I'm actually going to mount onto the horse. Okay. <laughs> Cesar hits the floor. Okay. <laughs> uh, I dive back into the car. No, I don't. I whack my face on a rock. Okay. <clears throat> so, are, was was that a legitimate action, Thorn, or? No, I was going to dive into the uh, the the little, um, I guess, it was like a a, hole, a 
burrowed out the hole or something, the cache, and hide yeah. in that. Okay. Are, are you going to actually do that? Yes, I would like to do that. Okay. Uh, Senator slams the lid. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Houdini. Okay. And then out pops... Uh, <laughs> what's his face? Uh, uh, stealth check. Stealth check inside the chest. Um, Thorn? I failed you, the check, by the way. You, you, <laughs> and, you and Xanatari hear uh, a, a muffled click as the um, Karn is sealed. Uh-oh. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Clever move. For I those... would like to swear long and loudly at Xanatari's actions. For those in the listening audience, you may wish to go find your local either uh, The Saint or Mission Impossible um, soundtracks and start lightly cueing them in the background because... Uh, <laughs> oh, it's all. As, I will get out of this chest. As the, as the uh, chest lid is closed, there is from the bottom area of the chest uh, the carn the area um, wisps of smoke that begin to rise with a somewhat chemical smell <laughs> to them. oh no <laughs> I wrap scissors clothes around my face to mask my, mask, uh, my breathing um, you're in the box in the carn that's closed that's now I still have his clothes I pickpocketed the man with a natural 20 Yes, but you the only. The dude took, is lying you, naked on the ground. You only took you only took the items that he had uh, okay, pocketed. I, I plugged the items that were in his pocket <laughs> in my nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cesar, you yeah. you are aware if you have if any of this smoke happens to catch your um, catch your nose. You also at one time had some chemistry. Experiments that sort of went pretty wrong, and it kind of smells like maybe a later version of what you were trying to make. Yeah, what was I trying to make? Don't know, but it's okay. apparently smoking and good for the bottom of carns, carn chests. Mm. Okay. Am I concerned for Thorn's safety? Um, <laughs> I'm sure you I mean, can answer that. that. I don't think besides, the besides that. <laughs> If I were to be concerned for Thorn's safety in general, would I yes. be concerned yes. <laughs> right this, now? This, this, is, this, is, this, this would be the sort of chemical application that was used to dissolve bodies and or traces and tracks. It's... Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it's lime. Awesome. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's more like the uh, chlorine breath <clears throat> weapon of a... You realize Green if you die, you're going to die with gems shoved up your nose and an S-embroidered <laughs> handkerchief shoved in your mouth. You realize I still that? have Worth that it. in my hand. Oh. Worth it. Worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. Worth <laughs> it. Still head chest. They'll think we'll I was some you. sort of mystical beast that had gems for noses. Wait for it. We'll bring sure you back at the hologram you. after. Yeah. <laughs> you can be gem in the hologram. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Kids, if you're listening and you're younger than age 18, go ask your parents. Yep. Um, okay. Yes, Cesar, you would you would be concerned with this. Uh, Xanatari, 
I would be very concerned about this and start banging at the clasp, either the hinges or the front of the chest with uh, my shorts, my long sword, whatever I have, my long sword. Okay. I swear to God, if you damage the lock and I can't pick lock this. Oh, when I get out of here. like this. Yeah, I think I can. Seeing Xanatari start to bang on the mechanism that opens the chest with her stick, I push her out of the way and say, let me do that. I, I think I might have a better idea of how this is, works or closed or whatever. Move! And I try to I get can assist out. you from inside the chest. Cesar, take the lockpicks that are in my pocket. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I open the lid, I get the lockpicks out of his pocket, and I close the lid. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now, I've forgotten the next part, but if you wait about five minutes, it'll come to me. <laughs> yeah, that. In the meantime, could I get an orange juice? <laughs> kind of thirsty. Okay, uh, Cesar, you are working on the locking mechanism. Thorn. Yes. What would you like to actually do? Um, I'd like to actually give assistance to Cesar to pick the lock. Okay. So he'll have a plus two to any um, thievery checks that he decides to roll. Okay. Cesar, where's your moral compass at right about now? My moral compass? Yes. He's in the pants that Thorn stole. Depends on what we're talking about. Um, are, you being expe- are, you, are you being expeditious and, you know, actually caring about Thorn? Or are you going to kind of milk this for a little uh, while because you realize... He doesn't know I stole the gems, so he can't no be mad at me. I stole them. Um, him having them probably helps, but it doesn't matter because I don't know. Um, he is one body between me and some whatever force might be coming at us at any point, so I want to get him out. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make your um, thievery roll, please. While he's doing that, I'm going to hide the gems back in my pouch somewhere so he can't find them. Also, and go ahead. If you if you would rather instead of your thievery, if you wish to roll in academics and you know make use of that, you would also be um, able to. No, thievery's fine. I rolled well enough anyway. Uh, Twenty-one. I assume it's well enough. Who knows? Yep, you were you were able to get him out, and there's a lot of interesting designs to this stuff. But um, I I immediately pour a certain type of liquid all over his mouth and nose to try to clear out any residual gaseous residue left <laughs> in his breathing passageways. It tastes really bad and smells worse. Okay. Um, Judging from past experiences, I will just give you the additional information that you may wish to get him out physically out of that as soon as possible because there's potential for explosion. Oh, I I was imagining pulling him out and laying him on the ground and doing that. Okay. Thorn, the chest lid has popped back open again. You and you just been manhandled for the second time and old man handled and for about second time and the equivalent of two game days. Uh, first outside the tower, and now um, everyone else is lining up. Apparently, you are the main attraction at the county fair. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> While we are dealing with uh, you getting goo poured in your nose and so forth to clear out the effects, the chest um, goes from a chemical smell 
in light wisping to suddenly turning into the equivalent of a magnesium phosphorus uh, match head and blows into um, complete and utter glaring torchlight. In essence, a small star is born right then and there. Good, because I wanted to keep a low profile. Mm. Yeah. I shall name it the Thorn Star. <laughs> <laughs> Better than Fluffy. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Stars.com. Star. We will take uh, <laughs> sponsorship requests because, you know, we have a name. Yes. Okay. Uh, Mithrin. Um, you, are, you, are, you are up there, and suddenly from behind you, um, the light of lights has, well, lit you. Honestly, I'm just honestly thinking at this point, I'm looking at the forest. Big light behind me, I'm thinking, what else is new? Um, <laughs> there's always, like, <laughs> lightning and fairy fire and <laughs> things blowing up all around me. So I, I'm honestly just going to keep my attention on the woods and, and see what's okay. coming. That's more important to me. This, this is actually so bright that from where, where you are facing out looking into the woods, it actually looks black and white. There's no real color beyond that. But um, out further away where you can see, but um, where there was some trouble seeing down from the rock field, a large group of what appear to be orcs burst forth, uh, sort of a large war party or raiding party of roughly about 30 orcs bursts out of the uh, woods and begins running down um, the path, not the path, but the the rock field towards the rocks where the um, purple worm and everything else. Right. That group seems as if it has been sent on purpose down that way. But you are hearing that there is another potential group or something is being either driven by this horde running through the area or that is only part of something that is running through the area. And whatever the other part is, is running directly in towards the party. Okay. Uh how many were in that orc war party, just as an estimate, as a quick look anyway? Like more than 12, less than 50? You as, know. As, as estimate, rough, somewhere in the 30 range. Okay. Oh, guys, there's like a lot more here than we can handle that way. We need to probably get undercover or out of the way. Something's headed this way. There's lots. I, I think it's best for us to, to beat feet. And... Your estimate would be about two rounds worth of uh, action before whatever it is came stomping on through. So, right. I will go around the uh, the group here and see what you want to do for your first round. Sanitary. Uh, standing next to Thorn, who is lying on the ground, I would turn to Mithrin when he declared this and. Um, I've already had my sword out from beating on the chest, and uh, so I would get ready to move quickly away. Um, he's on a mount. I forget 
if all of our mounts are with us now, I yes, they are. think they are. Okay. Yep. So I would get on Clyde and uh, prepare to follow him. Okay. Uh, Cesar. Um, Cesar doesn't like his chances outrunning them or getting out of their way on horseback. So he would uh, point his horse in a direction not toward the orcs and slap it on the ass and then uh, look for a good tree to climb. Okay. Very good. Thorn? I draw my bow. <laughs> okay, so you get up and you draw your bow. Yes. Very good. Mithrin. <clears throat> oh, oh, sorry, I also cough. <coughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> You're welcome. Mithrin, what, 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 what should you do for your first round and then for, uh, I'll kick you off for uh, second round. Okay, um, the situation hasn't changed. I'm still just hearing something coming this way and the orcs are down the hill away. Yes. Um, it looks like there is a purpose to this horde that is running down there. Um, you know, you've heard rumors of orcs before, yeah. but th this one seems a little too purpose-driven to be truly cha a chaotic mess. Right. Um, well, after seeing that uh, two of the party are obviously going to not follow my lead and uh, decide to <laughs> climb a tree, which if we all know are... Uh, never do for bears. Well, never do for bears, it won. Also, never do for orcs, because if we remember our Tolkien lore, we know where that goes. There's no eagles here, says her. No eagles. <laughs> yes. It's oh. almost the end of the book. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, and then seeing Thorn, you know, standing bravely with his bow, I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to look for the nearest source of the noise or the nearest threat. If you let Dagger Rock go right now, he will take you right to it. You just feel that he is all sorts of fury and ass kicking. Yep, I uh, give him the give him the tap. That's the go ahead. Okay, uh, I will get back to you in a moment as Dagger Rock launches forth into the trees. By the way, your view and positioning is beneficial to you, but whatever is causing whatever has that other orc on orc horde on going down the hill, they have either not seen the extreme light coming from the burning kern. Or they are purposely ignoring it because they have other assignment. Just what, just what you know for tactical purposes here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so Daggerok goes blasting into the trees. Let us go to Thorn. Um, I'm going to make a stealth check. Next okay. to the blazing fire. Uh, Thorn I, I can do it. He's the wearing purple star. next to the blazing fire. He steps into the fire. No <laughs> one sees you now. <laughs> um, that'll be uh, 19. I can hide in rocks. It's not a big deal. Well, you're gonna you're gonna need you're gonna need to do pretty good because this thing right now you can still see your shadow quite easily. Okay. You're gonna either need to head head in head away from the light source or um. 
you know, try to work with whatever the flickering is going oh my on. My God, there's a shadow standing there with no one around. <laughs> okay, so instead of that, I'm assuming that we do have bushes and stuff around that are also casting a shadow. Yep. Um, I'm going to move into the bushes. Okay. Um, right. And use the flickering shadows as well as my own to sort of camouflage me and the fact that I've got purple clothing. Okay, I'll let you keep. I'll let you keep the original uh, nineteen roll with that, and uh, yes, I will accept that. Okay. Very good, uh, Xanatari. Okay. Well, since I think this makes sense for the two melee people to be mounted and ready to melee, and the ranged people to be kind of in position, uh, I would be following Dagrak, who's running towards the danger, and uh, prepared to sort of. Do a little jousting. Okay. You know, this is why Xanatari is the leader. She's much more democratic. You know, as she <laughs> says, the ranged people, I would say the cowards. Idiots. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. Um, with fervor and perhaps not quite as much uh, poetic grace as Dagger Rock, Clyde, uh, <laughs> without. Lomps off. Without other, without showing, without demonstrating any real <laughs> fear. Shut up! He has braids in his hair. He's a muppet. <laughs> you, you, you actually, uh, Xanatar, you actually get the sense that there is not fear from Clyde. Clyde does what you are, are looking for him to do, and goes, you know, after uh, Dagger Rock into the the forest. So I'm not. There's not like a skill roll or anything you got to do D- here. To, Dagger Rock's like. Fear? What's fear? And Clyde's like, what's fear? He's <laughs> <laughs> not the smartest chip. <laughs> oh, and, and, by, and by the way, Zanatari, Bert is not reacting. Okay. Uh, Cesar. Uh, I climb a tree. Okay, having climbed the tree. Um, I guess I would draw my bow, but I would be more focused on staying concealed rather than getting a good advantage point a good vantage point to to fire on those below okay but how high have you gone up mm, how high will you let me go mm, about 20 feet uh, about 20 feet okay as long as it's not like a pencil thin and i'm like waving back and forth at the top of the tree and therefore, he earns the title of Whippet. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've got just enough that you know you're not really going to want something to come running into the trunk of this particular tree because it, mm-hmm. it may shake things around. But while well, crouching tiger on it, yeah. <laughs> um, where you are, up, where you are up there, with as far as the shadows and everything else go, uh, you're you're pretty well concealed. Okay. Okay. With that, Mithrin. In all of the grace and glory that is sure to be yours and perhaps divvied out amongst other members of the party, should they get there by the time the festivities have started. Uh, Dagger Rock quickly and accurately takes you fully into the midst of another pack of orcs. In fact, with such fury that it appears that at least two are killed just by the force of Daggerok charging in. And a third is killed as after Daggerok has stopped amongst the group, back kicks another orc in the face and kills it. There's only sort of just 27 a, left. 
Yeah. But, but I sort I of just really... imagine, like, uh, an orc just stopping dead, clutching his chest from a heart attack, seeing a horse burst through the, the, the undergrowth, and then just fall over. Well, you know... <laughs> From 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 the dis from the distance, it's sort of like the close encounter of the third kind, where there's the trees, there's this bright kind of light swirling from the trees, and all of a sudden, there's horse. A repetitive theme. Huh? Um, the horse is going. <laughs> no, it's, it's, no, it's it's the charge, charge, charge. Er, stop. Er. Very nice. Last so. time I ran into a horde full of bad guys, there was some fallback, if I recall. Yep. We'll see what happens. <laughs> now, here is start step one of the fallback. The horse wow. has a higher kill rating than the rest of you right now for kill count. Not for long. It only counts as one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I shoot the horse. <laughs> oh, don't! I wouldn't don't. do that. I wouldn't do that. Mithrin. Oh, I, yes. Having um, been deposited within the large group <clears throat> of orcs, um, you feel that uh, one tries to jump on you and rolls a fourteen versus your reflex. Versus my reflex is not going to do it. Okay. Uh, and others, if they choose to attack you, have right now in your present stop state a plus two to hit you. Well, that's just fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. So rock this, Amadeus. I shall. Uh, second that we got in there, I uh, turn on my cleaving assault, which just allows me to attack two enemies, provided that one is adjacent to another. Okay. Um, and I would like to use that uh, immediately um, and just do a basic melee. Very good. And that's not going to do it because that's a natural one. Oh! Oh, that makes his knight. It's not good. Made his knight. <laughs> oh, Caesar. <laughs> Don't Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I, I am requiring I am requiring the mind of Caesar's player at the moment. Be kind, rewind. <laughs> A one has been rolled. Your compatriot at the gaming table surrounded by an orc horde depends on you for the epic description of failure. Pure <laughs> abject Non light weave wearing <laughs> failure. What was the roll on again? It was on my uh, cleaving assault attack. Okay. Um, and what is the ear off his What is your weapon? It's a mace, right? A mace, yes. Okay. Because with for for every every awesomeness, there is an equal and opposite. Uh oh. <laughs> Let's see Make here. him give himself an, uh, uh, a concussion. He hits or, himself in the head. Or a wedgie. Um, <laughs> everything's, everything's about potty humor with me. I don't understand it. You're the one that went for three game days with uh, pee in your cod piece. So. <laughs> I know. Um, all right. So you've got your cleaving assault attack going. So obviously you're looking to put a little extra oomph into your swing to try to 
just to follow through, you know, clock one orc on the jaw and strike another on the side of the head or something. Um, but in your in the, the, the force you're trying to put into the blow, you lean a little bit too far. Oh, no. <laughs> and you, you uh, start to slip out of the saddle, uh, but uh, Daggerok is a very battle-ready horse, and he sort of sidesteps to try to catch you, you know, to try to you know, right. move with you. Um, but he's focusing on you, and he uh, manages to to stumble a bit over one of the the uh, orcs that he killed, uh, and he goes down on sort of one foot, and you do tumble off, uh, sort of head over heels, right at the uh, the uh, foot, the feet of the first orc that you were trying to cleave into. <laughs> That's an epic one. Good job. Can we add a little bit extra that he actually hits the orc in the face with his foot <laughs> on his way over? Or as I fall in there, my foot goes into my mouth. Or you know, <laughs> <I> <laughs> <clears throat> Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's that? Sorry, I was gracefully muting for that. Mithrin, as you land... Um, and Orc is attempting to uh, do a two-handed overhand chop with a large axe, lumberjack-type axe, on you. And you are in the prone position, and rolls a 15. We just lost Kevin. It missed, probably. Wait, what level are we? We're level 8, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More than likely, it is. Is it so a reflex? Is it versus reflex, or I say AC? Yeah, uh, it'll probably miss. Really He's lucky he heavy least, armor, right? <laughs> if he has no armor bonus, he has a fourteen. So, and due to an internet connection problem at uh, Mithrin's house, we're going to leave this as an epic Burt Ward and Adam West. 1960s Batman cliffhanger. Pow. Stay tuned next week. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Oh. Please, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Please take a listen to the Great Area Podcast about advice and interviews and relationships between gamers and the Super Number One Podcast with Kevin and Andrew. One topic, two geeks, several beers. One at grayareapodcast.com and the other at supernumber1.lipson.com. Join us for a worldwide adventure, and we would appreciate any iTunes reviews you'd like to throw us. Stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. In addition, the soundtrack number two for Death for Dishonor is posted. Yes, it is, and it's available at the same address as the first one, except for now it has a soundtrack two instead of soundtrack one, and you will find it linked on the site as well. So if you'd like to hear the various music that you've heard throughout the last couple episodes, you can find it on the second soundtrack.
Yes. Yeah. Yes. I will be berserking. <laughs> that, that is not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. That's like a poo hut and a hasapina. I wanted to be Indian. Shut up. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Can you not berserk in India? Yes, you can. <laughs> Okay, if you get it. No. What the hell are you doing, woman? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why do you have to be doing it? Let's go.